0: a man growing up with a cane pole in his hand pocket food of dreams, sitting down by the street but leads him to cop his play give him a shotgun to please his mind give them well a few reasons to fly living in the city just ain't for me I want to go back to the country take me to Texas I want to
1: Put the dog on the porch and turn up your radio. This is The Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse.
0: There's a place up ahead and I'm going. Just as fast as my feet can fly Come away, come away, get going. Leave the All right.
1: Let's try and do this. Good morning. Good morning well this is your live live recording of the outdoor zone yeah it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch but we call it home every sunday morning seven to nine a.m rain hail sleet or snow we're gonna be here talking hunting and fishing and all kinds of other wacky stuff and my name is tj Grady. in the bunkhouse with me i'm trying to get everybody else in here i know cody ryan should be
0: yeah I'm here. I'm here i'm here
1: there he is and so cody ryan's here and beefsteak is camping out with a bunch of guys uh he's doing his kids outdoor zone koz camp out so i don't know how many boys he has with him out there but uh man i i don't know last night was it was a humdinger over here at the farm, uh, Tin shack got a little sh- rickety shakety last night with the yeah, storm that blew through I, here. So I, I guess y'all beef's got
0: going on, but I guess y'all tides. probably had that same storm that we had that came through. It was a, a humdinger. You got a little bit of, a little bit of crackling on your side, I believe. Uh, first mm. thing this morning, but, uh. It was holy cow, I well, think we and got Ty is the ranch. We guy got, that
1: gets here early make sure the
0: gate gets I think we lost TJ, but we got uh two inches of rain last night at uh at the farm here. Two, and... two inches. Yeah. Tyre we got TJ. Is he coming through?
1: I'm here.
0: I know you you're there. He's yeah.
1: lagging a bit.
0: Yeah. Uh hey, yeah, be, we had we had two I'll inches of last back. night. All right. Yeah, we had two inches of rain last night, some lightning. It was uh holy cow, the lightning storm that came through last night was intense. It was enough to to wake you up to rattle you. it'd be interesting to drive around today and see what uh you know what how much water got put in the pond and how much uh how many trees you got you know split in half because there's enough lightning bolts that hit the ground around us to to cause some damage so we'll see what the outcome is we drive around today
1: there's some serious shaking going on and uh now i'm just i was just thinking about beef and 20 boys or whatever and mentors that are camped out last night that'd been a that'd been a blast camping out in that that tent camping last night would have been good through that rainstorm i will te- teach you how to tent camp right there
0: yeah and i'm not sure that uh that everywhere got it across texas it looked like it hit uh down near San Antonio and split up towards Bastrop, uh, Smithville, our area. So might have missed, might have missed those boys camping. Hopefully, hopefully for their sake, it missed them as they were out camping. Well, I can tell you that Estes Park, Colorado, right
1: now is 37 degrees and clear. Smithville, Texas, where we're at, it's 61. Carson City, 32 and snowing lynchburg uh, virginia 42 and cloudy <laughs> i have places that i like to go so i like i would like to watch their weather yeah 37 i the like the same Estes thing Park, 37 degrees so ty is the ranch hand that gets there early make sure the gate gets open and uh gets the old potbelly stove fired up for us every week this, this epic so, this segment of the show is brought to you by
0: McBride's I think we lost guns. DJ McBride's again. guns. Oh man. Whoa, man. I uh what is going on? It sounds like uh you need to get uh it's just first thing in the morning. It's when your your internet starts kicking off and first thing in the morning, it is it is rough but once you get once it gets warmed up it's kind of like kind of like the wheel on the uh you know once that mouse starts running and that wheel starts turning a little bit faster faster it goes the less it squeaks you know what i mean so it just squeaks real loud right up early when it's fresh and hadn't been turning in a while
1: it just squeaks really Uh, loud i can't tell if
0: you're just holding that smile oh see you you freeze up on me and i don't know if you're if you're uh just like holding that paper right in front of the screen right now or you're just frozen again so uh but i'll tell you what i'll tell you what we love We love our friends in McBride's Guns. The way society is pounding on our rights to own guns, it's imperative we support our local gun shops, the ones we trust with our constitutional rights, McBride's Guns. You know, they're uh, Austin-owned, family-owned, and operated full-service firearm dealer. Whether you're looking for a new rifle, shotgun, personal carry, sidearm, uh, man, McBride's has it. They've got the ammo. They can get you what you need. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. Call them 512-472-3532 or check them out at McBride'sGuns.com because McBride's Guns, yeah, they're our hometown gun shop. And it's such a blessing to have those guys on board as we, uh, you know, have had them for years and years. It's it's a blessing to have a real gun shop and uh, because that's what we do. We, we, uh, talk hunting, fishing and outdoor adventure here on the outdoor zone. Um, uh, let's take a break, see if we can get TJ back if we can and, uh, and, uh, come back on the flip side. We'll, we'll talk a little bit of fishing. We've got your news of the weird. We've got all your favorite segments left for the outdoors zone. We're going to get TJ's, uh, wire reconnected. And, uh, is that cool with you, Ty? Can we go ahead and break no, that's it? Fine. All right. So uh, you're listening to The Outdoor Zone. We're live at the Bunkhouse 24 365. You can catch us at theoutdoorzone.com. Company. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back it is the outdoor zone we are live from the bunkhouse which sometimes when you have a massive storm come through can be a little wishy-washy a little electrifying uh we got signals in and out but you know what we're gonna carry on we're gonna we're gonna move this ship right on along and one way to do it is in your big new dodge The wait is over. Truckloads of new Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Rams are headed your way during the Nile Maxwell's Big Finish Sales Event at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. All month long, we have the newest vehicles showing up by the truckloads daily with our lowest prices of the year with the best financing offers. It's all happening right now. For over 38 years, we've been Chrysler's Dodge, Jeep, and Ram truck experts and we have the savings and selection to prove it. Uh, this is the big uh, big finish event for the biggest discounts, best financing offers, and super center size selection. Head to Nile Maxwell Super Center. We sell more than anyone else. 620 and 183 in Austin, or visit us online at Nile Maxwell In the fishing world, I don't know where TJ went. I don't know if he's, uh, I I mean, he's going to join us at some point. I just don't know where he went, why he hadn't tried to join us back again. But uh, anyway, it's the Outdoor Zone. We are live at the bunkhouse. I'm Cody Ryan. I am uh, riding solo this morning. Beefsteak is supposedly went camping last night, which if you live in Central Texas, you know that was probably not I I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they got rain. I got two inches of rain out here at the farm last night. So camping would not have been high on my priority list if I would have checked the weather prior. Uh, So, yes, I did not camp last night, but it got pretty rowdy. I'll tell you that it got pretty rowdy around here. Uh moving into the fishing stuff. Holy cow, if you pay attention to bass fishing at all, there is some moving and shaking going on in the bass world yet again. It it you know, it's kind of becoming normal now for uh for I don't want to call it drama, but big changes, big moves in the bass fishing world and it's kind of n- I don't know. I don't, I, I, to be honest, I don't know how to explain it. Um, I don't know how to explain where being a bass fisherman myself that fishes, uh, travels the country fishing bass tournaments. It's, um, it's kind of in a weird place. I mean, there's things changing, there's leagues changing. There's, uh, there's, I mean, the whole format it has changed and now it's changing and changing back. And so there's a lot of that, I guess, I guess maybe that's it. Maybe the new normal in bass fishing in competitive national competitive bass fishing is that there is no consistency. There is no normal. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's just a free floating changes However, whichever direction the wind blows is the way the bass fishing industry blows. Uh, <laughs> sometimes it really does just blow. Uh, tackle warehouse invitationals, major league fishing tackle warehouse invitationals. Uh, the list came out for those, the uh, roster came out for those this week. Uh, I'll actually be fishing those this week, uh, this year. So be traveling all over the country for six of those starts in, uh, Florida, be going back to Florida to start the year off in February. So, uh, that rosters out a lot of familiar names, a lot of folks we've seen a lot of, uh, major league fishing, uh, bass pro tour guys fishing. Um, you know, it's, it's a pretty, it obviously was probably I guess consider what the FLW tour was before uh, major league fishing bought it, uh, bought the FLW. So now it's the major league fishing invitationals is what it's called now. And, uh, so yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun to go fish those this year and kind of change things up, make things new again. Um, national professional fishing league. Has some major changes going into 2023, they announced this week that, uh, that they are offering a $100,000 first place prize, which is up from $50,000 first place prize, And that's a big deal. That's about status quo with every other league, uh, meaning basically bass pro tour or major league fishing and bass masters. So. National Professional Fishing League at 100 grand for first place payout, not bad. Uh, we'll see, and and a uh, no entry fee championship, which I think they had already announced. So uh, we'll see how that pans out and um, the changes they make there. So on the National Professional Fishing League stuff, there's being that I fished it the last couple of years and. Uh, there's some kind of insider information that I have that I don't. Uh, I I, I got to be real careful of what I say because sometimes it's may not have been released yet. So that's kind of why I'm steering away from national professional well, fishing. You can't Lake. say you can't so, say
1: that. You can't say that and
0: then not give us something. Well, I did. I did. I I I gave them some. St- a bunch but I'm moving on (laughs) along now from that so no welcome back TJ and uh, yeah so I'm moving I'm moving along from that so uh, they are accepting anglers though you're you know welcome if you want to come fish the National Professional Fishing League that is they are accepting applications and anglers and looking for anglers for the to fill the roster for the 23 season come fish for a hundred grand pretty cool the last bassmaster classic spot has been taken for the 2023 bassmaster classic the bassmaster classic the tournament of all tournaments uh looks like it's going to colin smith from the team series the bassmaster team series uh secures uh he Colin Smith wins the team series championship fish off. Uh, he's 27 years old from, um, Anderson County, but, uh, Oh, I guess that's South Carolina. So, and it's, it's cool to see these young guys and, uh, you know, live out their live out their dream through a, you know, a weekend series. So, guys probably got a job and fishes on the weekends in his local bass club and qualified for regionals and then state and then for the national tournament and now it's going to the Bassmaster Classic. So, just, you know, it's just a cool it's a cool stair step into the Bassmaster Classic that's that's neat to watch and uh always always look for those guys at the at the Bassmaster Classic and and just uh cheer them on, you know. I mean they're getting to live something that very few people have ever done, which is drive through the Bassmaster Classic as a competitor and uh weigh in some fish or not and just be happy to be there. But uh, it's a pretty cool deal. Bassmasters opens Elite Qualifiers Division. So that's what they're calling the Bassmaster Opens these days, is the Elite Qualifiers Division, which is uh, means that anglers are fishing all nine Bassmaster Opens, and that's the only way that you can qualify for the Bassmaster Elite Series. 170 guys. Signed up for all nine Bassmaster Opens. Golly. That is unbelievable to me. Because 99.5% of those guys will lose money going into it knowing they're going to lose money. I don't think all of them. I don't think all of them think they're going to lose
1: money. I think every one of them goes into it thinking, oh, I can do this. I
0: I can at least make my money back. Yeah. Well, you can't in the Bassmaster opens, (laughs) it is impossible. you know, that sucked a lot of,
1: that had to suck a lot of wind out of NPFL, FLW, all the other tournament. I mean, there, there's a lot, that's a huge group of committed guys that is a giant group
0: it really is it's it's amazing too because there's a lot of uh, a mix of veterans yeah young heavyweights you know I was looking down the list Ishman Monroe, uh you got a lot of these guys that are trying to come back not a lot there's a handful of guys that are leaving the Bass Pro tour i guess maybe only two that ended up leaving but uh and jumping on to the Bassmaster Open Series to try and requalify to become a Bassmaster Elite Series angler again. Ishman Rowe is one of them, uh, and uh, oh, Bobby Lane. Bobby Lane is the other one that's jumping ship and fishing all twelve or all nine Bassmaster Open Elite qualifiers. So, uh, yeah, what it's are, a, are
1: they like six grand to to fish? It's like no, 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 grand? no, no,
0: no, no. It's eighteen hundred dollars for an entry fee per tournament. Uh, Man. but they'll have a field, a full field of 200, 250 guys, because you don't have to fish all nine. Oh, is
1: that angler? Is that angler and a co-angler?
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah. Golly. So yeah, they'll be traveling all over the country. And, uh, I mean, That's you got $16,200
1: just for entry fees before you buy a gallon of gas or a fishing lure.
0: yeah and they're going literally all over the country because it's all divisions right you have to fish all the all three divisions which is central east and north so they'll be going up you're going to
1: spend you're going to spend 60 or 70 grand If you got a boat payment insurance, well,
0: if you take all that in, maybe, maybe, maybe you got to have it. Yeah. Well, some guys, you know, it depends on what level you're at. There's some guys that have some certain deals, uh, like a delayed memo deal. It's it's an old deal.
1: There ain't 170 of them though. You probably got 30 maybe that have like deals Mm. for that level. For the other yeah, things? I don't
0: know about that. I don't even know about that many, but, uh, so there's all kinds of, I mean, yes, I would say they're going to spend a 30 to $40,000 easy. And that's, that's just on their travel, their fuel, you know, being on the road and baits. And so that doesn't count lost income potential, you know, doesn't count boat payments. Doesn't count insurance. Doesn't count your mortgage back home. So
1: all the stuff you got to
0: buy your wife to just keep her happy.
1: So she lets you leave for two weeks every month.
0: Yeah. Well, that's your own problem. You don't calculate that in mind. <laughs> yeah. You got, If nah, you're not you
1: calculating just, that in that's a, that's a young guy's mindset right there. Oh, you don't count that in. No, you got it. You better figure that out. Cause
0: no, you don't count that in because you married wrong. If she doesn't understand or doesn't go with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. hey, not
1: everybody married a woman like you, buddy. I guarantee
0: you. They're well, like, that's fine. You, I you know. I'm again? Just, you just went fishing last week. Don't be mad at me, cause I'm married, right? Don't hold that I, against me. That's like, man, that sounded like you sound like uh, you sound like one of them snowflakes over there. If that's no, if listen, that's you
1: gotta go. Hey, honey, uh, I'm not working for the next two weeks. I'm gonna leave. And uh, by the way, that check for sixteen hundred dollars and that thousand uh, dollars cash I took out, just and I'll I'll cover that when
0: I when I get back, but. Uh, yeah, I'm going fishing.
1: Bye. Love you.
0: Yeah. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Finding affordable, top-quality healthcare options can be tricky for the sportsmen, entrepreneurs, and those who are self-employed. Altru HealthShare, they're a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. Altru HealthShare is not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. Altrua HealthShare is a, uh, c- members of Altrua HealthShare contribute each month to a membership escrow. Eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. That's literally how easy it is. I have my family covered by Health HealthShare. I trust it uh, wholeheartedly, and, uh, and I'm excited. I-, I would never go back to any other kind of healthcare option. I mean, this is it for me. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org. You can actually go to myshare.org slash Cody. Altrua Health Share, where we care for one another. All right, coming up, we've got your news in the weird. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live at the bunkhouse, 24 7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone.
1: All right, welcome back to the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. Just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home. Hey, Sun Automotive family owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978 when it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs brake repairs transmission services sun automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the sun auto service repair shop nearest you follow them on facebook for great maintenance tips and specials locations all around central texas sun auto service is uh, the beefsteak location 405 west slaughter lane there's one at 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard over there in Georgetown, or in Lakeway. It's 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Just go to sunautoservice.com for all the details. Sunautoservice.com for all the details. Now let's check in with news of the weird.
0: Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird.
1: So, what are people saying about a giant python roaming the streets of Doral, Florida? Stay away. Doral, Florida residents are worried about a massive snake on the loose in their city walking around the lake and was like where's the snake said Juan Ramirez when he saw the snake emerge from the lake outside his home and then I saw the snake and went like wow Ramirez encountered what's uh, believed by experts to be a Burmese python normally you're worried about a bite not being eaten alive but not being eaten alive when you see a snake Neighborhood security at Barbados and Doral alerted residents of snake in the area. Uh, My wife and kids walked the dog around the lake, Ramirez said. I wanted to see what was there. Ramirez found something he was not hoping to see, a gigantic snake in the lake off North 114, 99.9% sure, he said 99% sure it was a Burmese python. The average length of a Burmese Python is between eight to 14 feet. <laughs>
0: We've talked about eight. this time and time again, this is, uh, where they have the, the Python roundup competitions and all that kind of stuff to, uh, you know, this exotic, exotic Python deal where they've, you know, try and control the population of those pythons. I mean. It's I Florida. Guess, like, I want, I want,
1: I want to go down there and do that when they do that competition every year, I mean, it's sponsored by the state. Uh, I just want to go down there and hump it through the marsh and smack down on a couple of them.
0: I, I don't know. Uh, I, I yeah, I'm not a big snake guy. I should I should <laughs> I I'd soon never deal with a snake ever. Like it's fine with me to never have to deal with them. Well,
1: just down there, it's just become such a, such a weird deal. You know, it's
0: well, what's uh, weird to me. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what got, what would the weirdest part for me about this whole thing, this whole story is that it's still a news article.
1: Like, oh what the Doral Florida has a 14 foot Burmese python in one of the yeah, ponds like, by their number is, one,
0: what did they ha- How many residents did <laughs> they have to go to, to fit to find one that was surprised to see a Burmese python in the Everglades of Florida? Number two, who is still writing? Who who what journalists, I guess you would call them? I don't know that's what they're called these days would still be writing about, uh, a Burmese Python sighting in Florida. Like, are we so ingrained in the outdoor industry that we think, because we've talked about Burmese Python hunting, you know, every year for the last 20 years that, uh, that everybody knows about it. Is that, is that. Or is this just a deal where they hadn't had a python story in a while and needed one? Like, what was the point of that story? Well, for
1: because everybody for knows, Doral, it, right? For the Doral Florida Chronicle or whatever, you know, Doral Florida calling caller times or whatever it is their little paper is or the little local radio show, a 14 foot snake in the pond in the city pond is you know don't walk your dog or let your dog but i don't i don't think is i don't think pythons are like alligators are they you know because the, the alligators will come out of the water and grab your dog and drag him back in you know you see those videos but a burmese pythons, python i think you gotta, be gotta like...
0: eat what do you I think know, they live on hopes and I... dreams <laughs>
1: Well, a fourteen footer. He's been living on something, cats or something.
0: You know, that's what I'm saying. Feral cats. Or, I think he's, he's living on. It bee. doesn't matter. That 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 snake doesn't distinguish between a feral cat or a or the weird lady next door's cat. So, well, it doesn't
1: matter to me what cat it is, as long as it, as long as they're feeding that cat that snake cats, it's fine.
0: Oh, well, I'm saying. It's a, it's I'm saying
1: small children and.
0: You were saying you know, that you didn't think they were like they were like alligators, that they come out and well, eat your they dog come or a cat
1: out of the water like that. I don't think they come shooting out of the water like an alligator does. I think well, you how know, do you gotta they be catch the and prey? They just come up. Well, they come up underneath you. They, you know, you you have a little fifi dogs sniffing in the. I I just don't think they come shooting out of the water like that. I may be wrong. I'll have to go to YouTube for the answer.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: but, and I, don't, I don't know. It is a 14 foot well how big a how big a critter are you if you're 14 foot Burmese python? Can you swallow a human? Mm. I mean, I think that's like a small dog size snake. Right. Small dogs. Although sometimes if you if you or on social media a lot you'll see they catch those snakes and they cut them open and there's people still alive inside of them
0: now that in the jungles that part is a lie but they will i saw
1: it on the internet it is not a lie live people right there inside the snake cut them open and they go (gasps) thank you thank you my friend you cut me open uh, me for the day. <laughs> uh, yeah yeah anyway, you're I believe right you're I mixing know. that it, up
0: it... you're mixing that up with the story from <laughs> the bible it was a whale and his name was jonah <laughs> and this was two thousand years ago you're old but you ain't that old okay
1: so i wasn't there but i you know i had friends that were there uh <laughs> so the so yeah you're right i don't you know it seems like a Like in Florida, it's probably the one place where a 14 foot snake warning going out into the neighborhood just seems like, yeah. So, uh, what's new? You don't even pay attention to it. You put a notice like that out in downtown Austin or in, uh,
0: you know. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's just, I just, maybe we've grown accustomed to the Burmese Python in Florida, but I. And I'll tell you what, I'll be down there. I was down there uh, uh, a couple months ago, obviously, yeah. for a bass tournament to finish up my season. I'll be back there to start my season. And uh, I've yet to see one. And if I never see a 14-foot snake in the water, I'll be okay with that. Like, very.
1: Yeah, you're going to be down there. You should You should take a couple extra days and go get yourself a, do a little Burmese hunt.
0: Get I got their boots made out of them. zero interest whatsoever to ever encounter a Burmese Python. I mean, I'll, Boring. I, look, I'm not going to shy away from it, but I got no interest in going to, uh, I guess f- seek out, I guess. Right. I got no interest in that. They're eating your bass. You know that, right? That's fine. They're eating. are eating your bass, out. and you they're should. eating as many as I'm eating.
1: No, no, they they actually do probably eat your bass. Of course, they eat beaver and uh, muskrats and raccoons as well. So, of
0: course, yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm not worried about a, a Burmese python eating eating a bass or two. What I'm uh, worried about is just seeing them. And if I don't see them, I don't have to deal with them mentally. So that's the biggest win of it all. I'll tell you what else wins. Uh, You know what? I got yesterday. I got home. You got got your package. I got a package full of stuff to uh, go ahead and get my boat prepared for next year. And that came in. The mail straight from PartsView.com, P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. It's an online one-stop shop for all of your boating needs. You can find PartsView, um, PartsView online and all the parts. They've got over 200,000 products from the marine industry's leading brands. Brands like Starbrite, NAFCO, uh, Turning Point, TH Marine, so many more parts for you itself in great prices fast shipping handy maintenance kits which is what I just got in the mail yesterday helpful customer service and resources to help motors find exactly the right products for their engines man it just feels so good to not have to worry about uh do I need to change this do I need to change that I got a service kit that matched exactly what I needed it came with all the parts and now I just if I don't know how to do it all Look it up on YouTube and be able to find out how to change everything. And and it's all sent. It's all there. It's everything I need. It's right there. PartsView.com. P A R T S V U.com. Coming up next, your Game Warden Field Notes. You don't want to miss it. It is The Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse 24 7, 365 at TheOutdoorZone.com.
1: I had a rocking horse named Ranger Out on the front porch we would ride, We'd ride, Little red cowboy boots Little red cowboy hat and a pistol That huge straight as an eagle flies Alright, welcome back See Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunk of Cows. Hey, Tidewire's the ranch hand that gets here early Make sure the gate gets open and he does all the hard work behind the scenes. Just want to make sure we tell him thanks. And apparently he brought some elk steak in for beefsteak and beefsteak wasn't there to get the elk steak. And, oh, man, man. dang it. So Keystone bank. Experience the value of community banking where local matters. Come join the bank of choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. We're Keystone Bank, founded by our buddy Jeff Wilkinson and his team over there operated right here in austin texas by locals just like you that's why we're so invested in our community and its success when you bank with keystone you'll enjoy the local relationship based service that sets them apart just call them you can talk to your banker go figure banking at your fingertips anywhere anytime to learn more get started with the keystone account visit one of our locations in person Eleven thousand five hundred b caves road West Austin, 500 Pressel Street, right there in downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Or just go to the website, Keystone.Bank, for all their information. Keystone.Bank, for all their information. Now it's time for our Game Warden field notes.
0: These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true game warden field notes.
1: A couple camping in California wilderness find lost man who survived for weeks on a half a jar of salsa. That had to be chunky salsa, obviously. A man who was lost in the wilderness for two weeks was rescued by a couple who heard him screaming for help. Allison Scott and her boyfriend were camping between Big Bear Lake and Angeles Oaks on Black Friday. However, their holiday trip to took a detour. Uh, we were underneath a flight path and an airplane went by pretty low and we heard someone yelling for help. Scott and her boyfriend jumped into action and spotted a man. We end up finding him and my boyfriend's looking over the ridge and calling out, Hey, I see you. He had a stick with a water bottle on it, trying to signal. He couldn't walk. His feet were extremely swollen and infected just from walking so much and possibly the cold where he was. Scott added that Eric told the pair that he had gotten lost two weeks ago after leaving his hometown in Oceanside, California, which is 30 plus hours walking distance from where he was found. He lived off a half, a half empty jar of salsa to stay alive. When we did find him, he said, it's a Thanksgiving miracle, he told the news station. She called authorities and a rescue helicopter was able to recover Eric within 15 minutes so i don't know this guy how he walked out and got lost like that i don't understand that part of it um but you know it's so easy to get lost in a wilderness but he was he came out of oceanside california i don't i don't quite can't quite piece together this whole Story here, but
0: well, is it the, what time did he come out of Oceanside, California? Was it after the bar closed at 2 AM and he started his hike home and stopped by taco cabana for some chips and salsa, had a little bit of salsa <laughs> left over and, uh, just kept walking, ended up in the woods. I mean, that's the only reason. It must've been mild.
1: Cause I mean, where did he get water?
0: or i mean a half a jar jar or he had a big gulp a half a jar of hot would actually last you two weeks because you know you you couldn't eat it so fast you
1: that's that is an excellent point so he probably had that and he probably got one of those illegal uh big gulp drinks and if you sipped on that just right and it was not not ice but
0: you, and got you could recycle it like. drink 32 p32 drink 32 p32
1: that is a brilliant and then a little just a little dab of super hot sauce and you could go two weeks
0: yeah i mean i wouldn't want to because i wouldn't have any ice your ice would be melted in your
1: oh well yeah that would keep me from drink. doing it too if you didn't have ice That would be the, that would be the deal breaker. I would not want to do that without ice. No, there is no no way. No chance. It was, (laughs) it was supposed to be cold. So, Hey, I I want to circle back to this whole, uh, Ty having some elk steak and, uh, Ty, are you paying attention? Can you hear us I now? So where did the elk steak come from? Uh, my dad shot this elk in particular up in Montana this year. Oh, so you you brought beef steak, fresh Montana elk steak,
0: and some I get and some it. pheasant from from
1: uh, North Dakota as well. Golly, and pheasant from North Dakota! Why are we not? God, that is just a, a man. Okay, well, folks, our, our ranch end. Ranch hands are not just some um, random guys, but they're uh, raised up correctly.
0: That's
1: right. Got appointed.
0: Got appointed. Hey, we're going to take a break on the flip side. I want to hang
1: got... out with your dad, by the way. A little <laughs> bit more off. <laughs> i often. get y'all
0: connected. That sounds kind of weird. Uh, I want to hang out with your dad. But uh, no, I, dude, Montana elk. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the Bunkhouse. Stick around 24 7, 365. You can find us at TheOutdoorZone.com.